an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share with you that I am now on Wisdom app. It is an app where we can connect and you can ask me questions and we can keep the conversation going about this week's episode. So please jump over to where you download apps on Apple or on Android and pick up the Wisdom app. It has Einstein with headphones on. Find me at Amy Stark, just Amy Stark. We can talk about the podcast and we can talk about anything that you're wondering about your journey. We can connect there. And I am so grateful that this app exists. So please come on over and let's get this conversation going. I can't wait to see you there. I'm still going for the walk. Like I need a walk right now. I'm so pissed off. So I finished the, the link because my energy calmed down. I go for the walk as I'm walking. My fight or flight starts coming off because I'm, I'm outside in nature. I'm walking and I'm like, and this, and this, and you, know, she, she never waits for me. And I had to wait for her and I'm always so patient. And then I'm like, whoa, this is not about Fen. Yeah. This is something much larger. So yeah. immediately I'm like, okay, so Fen's not the problem. Who's the problem? It's me. So what is the programming that I have that says I have to wait for people to a point where I am physically fatigued waiting for them? So I start going down that path and trying to figure out like what it could be. And there were many different realizations that came to me about waiting for my message to get out there, waiting for like in a much larger way, waiting for the pandemic to be over and people to realize what's really going on, waiting for people's transformation, having compassion, all of that. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. Aim, I love you. I love you. I am so fired up today. I have stuff to talk about. Oh my gosh. First of all, this month has been one hell of a month. Actually, I should say we're now in February, but I feel like January was like going down with a fight and it lasted through the beginning of February. Yeah. You had a lot going on a lot. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for being on here again. Thank you for having me. I always love being here. I love having you. So, and I love your sweatshirt, by the way. Thanks. Good vibes. Good vibes. Love it. Rainbow too. For those of you out there, if you don't know, on December 30th out in Louisville by our house, there was a massive fire. It took out a thousand homes, which was awful. So funny because you go into the new year being like, woohoo, restart. And like, we were just so not there. Like it, there was so much massive grief because of everything that had happened and all the people that had lost stuff. And we had been evacuated from our home and like had to have difficult conversations with Aiden. And I mean, we sent him upstairs to gather what he, what we thought was like important things. And he came down with just a picture of Jake, our dog. Oh. So yeah, it was crazy. And, and you really realize like what's important. And it was all photographs mm-hmm. that like we could have reprinted, but like, it was just immense so much to us. 
we obviously grabbed our paperwork and all our, like as many biohacking tools as possible and my computer and some of my notes yeah. and my book that I've been writing. Evacuate? Like, did they, so what did they I feel so grateful because I was taking down the Christmas decorations and I saw the smoke. So like I said, Fen, you could either finish doing the Christmas decorations and I'll go find out where that smoke is. Cause that's really close or you can go. So she went, she hopped in the car. She ran over there and she was like, this is really close. So here's the thing, Amy, that's so nuts that I'm like still trying to figure it out in September spirit came to me and said, you're going to be forced from your home in December. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, can't be this December. That's weird. Maybe I thought like there was going to be some mandates or something like that, that was going to happen and force us out of our home or this area, or we were just going to like get a job somewhere or something was going to happen that was going to force us, but it was going to be next year. And somebody in around, I want to say October had said something to me about some transitions coming up. And then I looked at that transition about being forced from our home. And I was like, oh, wait, that's not happening next year anymore. I think we skipped timelines. I didn't even look to see if it was this December. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until we had been evacuated, grabbed all our stuff, like drove to Longmont, which is 30 minutes away. And I was laying my head down at night and I was like, oh my gosh, spirit told me this was going to happen. And so even though I was told that it was going to happen, I still didn't know if it was going to be okay, except for the fact that when we were, when I was driving away, spirit said, we wouldn't have put you in harm's way, which I was like, okay, (laughs) which by the way, I will say there was only one casualty out of all of the houses that were lost. That's how Colorado is like Colorado. People are just so like, we were going around to neighbors houses and telling them that we got evacuated and people were waking up people, people were going to get pets from other people's houses that couldn't get home. I mean, it was, it, it's been so interesting hearing the outpour of love from the community. People are doing pet portraits for anybody who lost a pet for free. There's a woman making meals for everyone in the community that wants to come by and get a free meal. And she's been doing this for six weeks or, or something like that, like five wow. weeks. She, so then there's bikes were donated, brand new bikes were donated. Everybody's obviously like gotten everything that they don't need out of their house donated. They always say like free to anybody who lost something in the fire. So out here, obviously we get snow. And so they were brand new boots for people who lost their uh, good ones. It wasn't just like Target or something like that. Not that that there's anything wrong with it, but like real, real good, sturdy boots for like hiking and stuff like that. So the outpour has just been amazing. And plus the money. So the GoFundMes like are just, people are reaching $50,000 like in days, lots of people, because it was a lot of people who lost their homes. It was a thousand people. So the year started off really fucking crazy. And, and the grief, I have not had survivor's grief in that way before. Not only was I, so this is something I want to mention to the listeners, just like, if you're an empath, you become like a drain for the local or even cosmic energy that is like needing to be processed. So like, you have to be careful because what I found myself doing was processing a lot of the grief for the community because they couldn't, right? They, there was like this fight or flight of like, where am I going to live? They had to go to hotels and find family and find anything that was important. So like, I was just sitting there just crying and just like being like, what? I can't get myself. I couldn't shake it. Then there was also the survivor grief that I was dealing with. Like our home was fine. And so 
I said to myself, that means that we have to give back, obviously. And so in two weeks, I'll be giving a presentation on EFT so that people can learn to get rid of the trauma or release the trauma. As well as I've been helping one particular family and getting the things that they need. And oh my gosh, Aiden decided that he was going to shovel snow because the next day after the fires, we got quite a bit of snow. So he went out shoveling for donations and he made 260 bucks and then it inspired other people to donate. So he got over $2,000 donated. Because he, he decided that he wanted to give back. He said he was going to go to a billion, but I told him that's a lot of shoveling. So it's been a very interesting month. And then I will say like, it kind of just felt like the whole month was like one thing after another. And then that brings us to the beginning of February, which was all last week. And I can't wait to tell you about it, but I want to hear about your experience joining a new program and finding your power. It's amazing. I'm so excited. You chose you and you are diving into something that you've wanted to do for a long time. So yeah, tell everybody about what happened at the end of December. Okay. So in December, Mark and I, we went away on like a self-development retreat in the beginning of December. And we did some mental and emotional release work that we were learning during that process. Mark has not gone through it before, but we have a coach that is a part of NLP. It's called Neuro-Lewing. Neurolinguistic programming. programming. Yeah. Yes. They have a tool called mental and emotional release. And it's just another way of releasing energy that no longer serves you. Like you, you tap other people use visions or meditations. So did a lot of work there. I went through a MER session in the beginning of December. And then when Mark and I went away on our getaway retreat, we did a bunch of release work and I really was focusing on career and just what I wanted to do, finding my purpose. I knew that my purpose had to do with my healing journey and what I've learned along the way and that I healed myself from an autoimmune disease holistically. And I love sharing all the tools and my story with other people in hopes of helping them heal and live a more empowered, joyous life. And I just didn't know exactly like, what do I want to do with that? And it just became focusing on that in December. It just became really clear of what was my purpose. Like I was meant to heal other, help other people heal from these diseases. And I've always been interested, like when, when I was working with you, I think it was like started three years ago about, I was always very interested in the tools and the process and like why it works. And I, and, and then when I would learn it, I'd be like, well, who could, who could I help this person with and who, who needs to know this? And so I do know that I've always had a passion for these tools and helping people and sharing this information. So I, as it was becoming clearer as what I I wanted to do, I started getting things like sent to me. I mean, the universe was presenting different, different things to me. I was on Instagram and somebody I followed for a couple of years was talking about like a five day boot camp to introduce some of her tools. And I really didn't really know what it was about, but I was like, oh, I'll take that. And I signed up for it. And it was really just a jump start to her online certification program for transformational coaching. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. Like I would get chills. I started tearing up. I'm like, this is so beautiful. Like I love, she's integrating all these different things that I've learned over the years in her way. And it was just beautiful. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I'm supposed to be. It was just like so clear and so exciting. So I did the rest of the course and I talked to Mark about it. And I've talked to my coach that I'm working with that his going through his certification and just 
got more information, but I was like, this course that, that I was learning about is, it just resonated with me. And it was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And the course started this week. I signed up last week. I got accepted and I'm off running and I'm, it's an 11 month certification program. So you'll be done and next December. I'll be done the end of December. Yeah. This year. And I love it. It's only been one week. I've already met like an amazing person. That's a coach. And some people take it to just work on themselves because what you're doing is you're learning these tools. You're doing the work on yourself so that you can then show up and fully support the clients you're working with from like a, an authentic place where you're not bringing your own baggage since then you can show up and serve and hold space for other people to help heal them. So a lot of people do this to just work on themselves, build their business, whatever business it is. And then other people are going for certification. So it's really awesome. I'm so excited. I also something fun that I got to do at work. I have a corporate job. I work for a, a large it company and my boss has been encouraging me to share some of the things that I share with her about mindset and positivity and things that have really impacted my life to make me live a happier, healthier life. And she's always like, you should share this with the team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> just too scared. And I would, my bitch voice would come on and say like, oh, who are you to be telling this stuff? And finally, I was like, yeah, I need to show up at work. We had two people on my team that have one suffered from a stroke in December, one suffered from a heart attack. And I was like, this world is so crazy right now. And I don't know if these people are going to hear this somewhere else. And I feel like I want to share that with my team in hopes to help them make small changes in their life and, you know, be more positive and have a better mindset. We deal with a lot of customer issues, a lot of negativity at work and mm. reframing that has been super helpful for me. So I want to share that with my team. So I told my boss, I was into it. And last Monday I presented for about 10 minutes to my team. I told them my story to give them background on why I, oh, why I'm me. here. And then I got to share like just, just ideas of how your, your mind can, you know, controls your health and it can have major effects to it. And the way you think controls your perspective on things and you can change your perspective to, look at things in a different way that make you feel better. And we introduced a gratitude practice. And so hopefully everybody's, or most of the people are practicing gratitude and, and feeling better. And they were all so appreciative and so grateful for me showing up and telling them my story. I shared really personal things about my suffering that people were shocked that I probably shared. And mm -hmm. I just feel like I want to paint a picture of what I was dealing with, how sick I was and where I am today. And then if I can do it, anybody else can do that. So it was really cool. And it was just really fun stepping in and showing up in a way that I want this information is so valuable. I'm so passionate like you are about it, that everybody needs to learn these things. And it really has life-changing effects. And if you change your life, you it overflows to everybody else that you are in contact with, your family, your coworkers, your clients, and and then they learn things and then they pass it on to other people. And that's how we make the change. So I have found my purpose, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. And I just, I'm so happy. I wish we had like an audience clapping right now. <laughs> it's amazing. You've been talking about this for so many years. I feel like so because the pandemic, I feel like it's been four years that, that we've known each other, maybe even five. It's I was been a long actually going to ask you, I was like, can you go back to see when I we could. Together? I, I really I could. 
I want to know that because I started working with you before I started my homeopathic stuff and that was three years ago. So it probably was like three and a half. Oh, it was, I think it was maybe even longer. But anyway, since that day, I remember working with you and then you just realizing this is so life-changing. And then I, you would always tell me who you shared the information <laughs> of like what you were learning with. And then you had said like part of your journey was working on you getting to this point where you could share at work. Like, it's amazing. Like, I remember you being like, I don't think that'll ever happen. Like, I don't think it's just going to ever be compatible. And here it is, it's shown up and you're saying yes to it and I, and, and doing the work. And then you've also gone and, and joined this program so that you could just fully live in your passion. And yeah. I yeah. am so happy for you. Thank you. And I mean, and I'm saying this was this the, the biggest investment I have ever made in myself, I, my own money. So it normally would have been really scary for me and it wasn't, it felt so right to like pour it into myself and just be like, yes, Amy, this is meant for you. And this is what we're doing. And it, it wasn't a hard decision. It was a little scary, but it wasn't a hard decision. And I do have like some of the things creep up like that I've been working on to release. I feel like because it just felt so right, it was just easy. And the fears that were creeping in were just like at a two or three. And I can be like, okay, I hear you. I, I see you that you're a little scared to take on this new challenge and to have to learn new things and be committed to five hours a week to learn something new, which I haven't done for many years. And you're okay. Like, it'll mm -hmm. be fine. Well, I mean, this past year you were doing hard 75. Is that how you say it again? 75 hard. 75 hard. And you had to commit a lot of time for that. And so you're very used to now doing that, committing to yourself and committing time that's yeah. not for work or whatever. So yeah, sure, so yeah. it made it easier okay. to make that leap, right? Your reticular activating system was like, well, this is just a shift in time. Right. And I've done this before. I, I signed up for something that was hard and you did it. So I have that. Mm -hmm. I I think I got this from David Goggins. He says he puts things in his cookie jar. So like if it's like a good memory or you did something, put it in your cookie jar. And when you need that strength, when you need that, like, okay, like I'm scared or this is hard, you grab in your cookie jar and be like, well, look what I did. I did this and I did this and I did this. And it gives you the confidence to be able to do that. And that's what I, that's what I do. That's really fun. I've heard about doing that with kids actually. So it, at the dinner table, you can write down your day and just like the, the thing that you remember from the day and you can, at the end of the year, take a look at what's in the jar and go over it as a family. That's really great. I, I definitely think we all need those moments. I actually just was recording with T. Renee Smith and we were talking about how we, even though we are far along on the journey, we still have those moments of doubt, right? Where you're just like, what the hell is going on? And that was last week, which I'll share because I think what's important when we're on this journey is to share how we deal with the journey, right? And, yes. and, and to know that like, even though I'm 16 years in or 15 years in or whatever it is that I still get tripped up. <laughs> like right. literally I couldn't believe how freaking tripped up I got last week, but it was all what I was asking for. That's the thing is like, when we are wanting massive transformation for ourselves, and we are wanting and feeling this transformation coming, which I've been talking about on the podcast through the various ones that have been released and coming up, I have sensed that there's this big transformation coming. And I think it's like right at my doorstep right now. Like it literally, like I should just go to the front door, open it up and be like, hello. That close. Yeah, it's that close. There's been things that have been coming in, right? That I've been like, oh, okay, that's interesting information and whatever. Last week, I, I taught class on Monday. On Tuesday, I had clients and stuff like that. 
And there was, there was some energy that was all similar. And I was like, what is this energy? Like I need to deal with it. So I dealt with that energy, which was just basically choosing me and, and just like the universe saying, no, 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 Amy, this is what you want to do. Like what makes you happy? And so I was like, okay, I'm claiming it. So then Wednesday, you and I are supposed to record. And I had recorded with somebody else in the morning and took a break. And then I realized I did actually it was for another podcast and I had to send her some links. And I was like, being another podcaster, I'm like, you know what? I should just send her those links now because it sounds like she's doing an intro or outro or something like that. So I'll just make it easy on her. So I immediately sent it, but I was like, you know what? I want to take a walk with Ben because she started her new job and I've been doing my thing. And like, I feel like we kind of were like two ships in the night a little bit. I was like, this will be great. It made me think of you and Mark, how you guys go for walks. And I was like, going for a walk (laughs) in my head. That's I hung up with you, right? I was like, okay, we're going to go for a walk. So I hung up, tried to send this link to this lady. And I could just sense all this energy building up within me. And Fen is standing in the kitchen waiting for me to go. And I'm like, just a minute, I just need to send this link. And I start to get so irritated. I'm like, she can't wait for like the story starts in my head. And I'm like, she can't wait for me. I'm doing something important. Can't she just wait two minutes? All of a sudden my phone becomes paralyzed. Like the energy is soaring through me. I cannot send the link. I get so mad that I just like toss it onto the coffee table. I go to the bathroom because I had to pee before we went on the walk, come back. And I'm like, just go for the walk yourself. And she was just like standing there, like staring at me. Like, what the hell? And I, so she leaves and I'm like, I'm still going for the walk. Like I need a walk right now. I'm so pissed off. So I finished the the link because of my, my energy calmed down. I go for the walk as I'm walking my fight or flight starts coming off. Right. So like, cause I'm, I'm outside in nature, I'm walking and I'm like, and this, and this, and you, she, she never waits for me. And I had to wait for her and I'm always so patient. And, you know, and then I'm like, Whoa, this is not about Fen. Yeah. This is something much larger. So yeah. immediately I'm like, okay, so Fen's not the problem. Who's the problem? It's me. So what is the programming that I have that says I have to wait for people to a point where I am physically fatigued waiting for them. So I started going down that path and trying to figure out like what it could be. And there were many different realizations that came to me about waiting for my message to get out there, waiting for like in a much larger way, waiting for the pandemic to be over and like people to realize what's really going on, right? Like waiting for people's transformation, having compassion, all of that, like sitting in front of a client and seeing their potential and just being like, okay let's do this. Like, I love you. Like, and it's all legitimately authentic, right? Cause I, I want people to have transformation in their own time, but sometimes I'm like, I'm a psychic. I can see what's coming. Let's just do it. (laughs) It was an explosion of this energy of like having to wait for people. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not waiting for people anymore. Like, I'm just like, if it doesn't feel good, I'm not doing it anymore. And it released so big time. And then I thought, oh, I've just cleared an amazing program and energy and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I got some really serious news, a family crisis kind of thing. Uh And I was like, damn it. And then I was supposed to record with you. And I was like, aim, I choose me. I was like, I can't do this. I am like whacked out. I came downstairs, blew out the light bulb in my office again. (laughs) I literally walked underneath it and it went like that. And and it's been out since I got to change it. And I just haven't had just haven't felt like doing it. And I was like, you know what? Okay, Amy, you're energetically sensitive right now. You shouldn't be working with anybody or anything like that doing a podcast. And sure enough, my client 
that I had the next day moved her appointment. So I didn't even, I didn't have to move her. She moved her herself. Mm-hmm. That's how the universe conspires to help. Mm-hmm. So I was like, good. I have a day to reset, like, and figure out what the hell is going on. And then on Friday of last week, I had other stuff. Then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what, Amy, reach out to a friend, like just, just get some help. And so my friend, Jen, Jen McNerney, she's been on the show. She does NET and she's super powerful psychic healer. And for again, I remember that neuroemotional technique. Okay. In case you guys are wondering, it's all about the brain <laughs> and how, and like how it processes information, how it stores it within the body. It's but, insane. I'm reading that. I told you the supernatural by Joe Despinoza. It's fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. It's all about how everything's connected. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's definitely. So I call her up and I'm like, you know what, Jen, I was like, let's just get together. And she's like, I'm cool with coffee or tequila, whichever one you want. It's like, <laughs> you're going through a lot this week. And I was like, so I actually was sitting there. I'll be honest. I was like, you know what? I'm so exhausted right now. And so energetically drained that I don't know if I can even meet her. Like I had, I had said that I was going to meet her and I'm sitting there. She texted me that she was good to go to meet. And like lightning surged through my body. And I was like, whoa, I'm good to go. Like I can, I can get there. So I got to the, to the place where we were going and we just start talking and we're just in our light, just sharing back and forth. And I'm like, this is what I needed. This is, we're not doing quote unquote the work, but we're here listening to each other, being our authentic selves and just our vibration together was amazing. And then it, I could see the ripple effect that it was having within my family. Cause then I started talking with them and the next day I woke up and I, there was a little bit in me that was like shameful or whatever, like, Oh, you went out instead of dealing with it, you went out and you had a couple of drinks or whatever. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, I feel better. My friend feels better. My family feels better. And I'm like, what is this story that you're telling yourself blew that shit up? <laughs> I was like, F that. I don't need to like always be doing the work and like, whatever, like I can just be me. So then pouring love into yourself, right? You got to fill yourself up so you can show up to the world. Definitely. I could see that there was some other things that needed to go. So I I booked an appointment with Jen again for Monday. So I'm like, you know me, I'm just like, if this is there and I see it and it needs to go, I'm getting rid of it. So I booked an appointment with Jen, saw her on Monday. We blew through so much programming (laughs) again, and I am like on fire. So then this whole Joe Rogan and Spotify and artist thing, Uh, it freaking like there are certain things that hit you and you're just like, okay, this is where I stand up. And that was exactly what happened. I think that the universe was preparing me last week for the moment where I like heard this bullshit and on Saturday and was like, you don't get to censor people. You don't get to limit the conversation and choose one side of the story to tell. Like, right. Exactly. Just because it's unpopular. You know what, Amy, like, and I know you, you totally feel this. If it wasn't for the people who shared the unpopular beliefs, we wouldn't be well. Like I literally learned from people who are currently being censored right. and got my health back right? and continue yeah. to get my health and have and, like, and to this point have helped educate so many other people because of it. Right. And they have everything to lose. They have, right. don't have a lot to gain because of the unpopular opinion. And that's what I always tell people because I live, I don't, I'm not surrounded by people that believe that I'm surrounded by the masses that believe what they hear on the news outlets or wherever they're looking. And I say, 
Think about if you were me, that the people that have helped heal you believe something different. And that narrative does make sense based on what maybe you would feel differently. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's all about, that's what made me open my eyes and be like, well, let me look at the other side. Let me see what that's all about. And then I can choose which makes most sense for me. Right. Well, and that's the thing is like, it's so insulting to think that we can't sort through information ourselves. Like, I I, guess some people out there don't are, couldn't be bothered to sort through and that's fine. Then let that be their life. I don't care, but I want the choice. I want the freedom. That's why I'm here in America. Like I want to speak my truth. I want to have bodily autonomy. I don't want this bullshit of somebody telling me what, what it is I, I need to believe or not. Right. And, and so it just hit me when people were like pulling their shit from Spotify, these artists right. like Barbara Streisand, Neil Young. I love all the memes that are like some lame guys like, or Billy, Millie Vanilli. That was another one. I was with, <laughs> are pulling somebody else's music. <laughs> um, and, and you know what, Joe Rogan, I honestly haven't heard the podcasts that are so controversial, but what I'll tell you is he interviewed the top cardiologist in the world. He's the most published one. And the other guy has created the technology that is now in a billion people. Maybe we should hear from him. What he, what his thoughts are like, <laughs> Like somebody tried to say on social media, when I spoke up like about this, that like, they're like, that's lots of scream fire in um, a public area. And I'm like, that would be assuming that there is no fire. There's a fucking dumpster fire of 2020 and 2021. We need to fucking talk about this. Like this cannot be censored. So anyway, if you can tell in my voice, I probably have some more energy to release about this, but I am just like, no fucking more. Yeah, I I know. Yes, I totally understand where you're at. <laughs> I told you this morning, which is so funny that I said I'm on fire. And then we talked about Louisville fire, superior fire. And then that lady used that as like an example online. I was like, fire, really? And then I told you this is before that I told Amy, I'm like, I'm on fire today. Like yeah. I literally, I am so fired up. Like I am just ready. I was going to put my hair in a ponytail. Like I'm like oh. <laughs> I'm ready to go for it. <laughs> but no, seriously, like I just. I think it, the time has come. The revolution is here. I, that yeah. for sure. I feel that we no more people are just like, fuck this shit. And what, if you don't want people to listen to your music because you think somebody else might think that you have the same opinion as them, pull your shit. This is America. Do what you want. Right. But don't try to take somebody else's right to have freedom of speech, yeah. especially if it's not technically harming anyone. It is just information. And And it is not the same as being racist or any of the other things. Like it is just information is what he's presenting. And I understand if he was an actual literal terrorist or threat. I mean, they're starting to call parents who question masks or vaccines or anything like that. They're calling them terrorists in some places. And it's like ridiculous because they're asking questions. Like they're asking questions and they're not necessarily believing the narrative. They want to know more. More, exactly. More than what you just hear when you turn on the TV. Like it's just one, that's one opinion. And who knows where they're getting their information from? It's just, it's a slippery slope. It really is a slippery slope. And you know what? The same methodology goes for the other side. When you listen to other opinions, you have to just listen to the information and see what makes it. We've had to hear the mainstream opinion for the last, like, however many years. Like, really, we get it. Do we talk about the, the movie Don't Look Up? Oh, I didn't see it, actually. I've heard about it. I mean, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And just in the sense that it goes to show you that the media controls the entire narrative of the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. And who owns them? <laughs> yeah. 
right. follow the money. I mean, that's the thing is like starting in March, I started following the money 2020. And then in April or May or whenever they announced the vaccine, I was like, okay, there's the money. That's exactly what's going on here. And then more so, but oh, this, I, so I have to say this, if you're a listener of the podcast and you've been learning, sorry, they just directed me over to remind me this to say, if you've been learning from the podcast, if you've been enjoying it, if you think somebody else would benefit from the things that we talk about, please share the podcast. Spirit has been nagging me to say this on the podcast for a while. I can't just put it off. So please do me a favor. Spirit says there's a big surprise for me, if you will, or a gift. And so I I just, I really encourage you if you are enjoying the podcast or anything, leave a review or share it or let us know, write me an email. Like just, even if you're like, I disagree with you. Like I want to hear from everybody out there who's listening and enjoying the podcast or or whatever, not enjoying it. Tell me. (laughs) I mean, really, I think about this because really by sharing this stuff, you're sharing to help other people. The more people that hear some information, they, they probably need to hear it if you're thinking about sending it to them and you're helping them and this is what the ripple effect is all about. Right. The ripple effect of healing. I can't do it all myself. And that's what spirit's been saying to me. Like, aim, you do your best, like all the time. And they want to do this for you. And I was like, but like, I don't feel comfortable asking, but then it was enough times of them saying, aim, please ask them. So (laughs) I'm asking you, like I, I, on my piece of paper, it says the big ask. And that's what it is. Like, I, I can't do this myself. So um, please help me share the podcast. Yes, absolutely. So aim, anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> this has sort of been like rapid fire. Yeah, it has. It's been a crazy, I said the other day at home, one twelfth of the year is already over. I feel like it just started. <laughs> I love you. That's so funny. That's something Aiden would say, like basically the year's over. <laughs> Right. Not the year. I mean, because I talk about like wanting to heal and just adding new tools to your life or making little changes to uplevel your life. Like it's all about hanging out with the people. Like, as you said, that you called up your friend, Jen, right? Jen. Jen. Yeah, Jen. You know, you call on people that are like-minded that you that are going to pour into you and you can pour into them and that can raise you up. And when you say that you didn't do something or show up for yourself, they're not gonna be like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. They're gonna be like, well, what can you do to to Mm. do that next time? I mean, you want people in your life. I listen to, I follow a lot of people on Instagram that are entrepreneurs, women that are just leveling up. And I love when they share their struggles, because as you said, like when they're sharing what comes up for them and their struggles, you resonate with them. And then you also see that they're doing really big things and they're making big changes in their lives and they're doing and they're affecting the world and making it a better place. So I, I think that you, when you surround yourself by those people and you you do the tough things and you show up, you're going to see all these amazing changes in your life that is just going to be, have like a huge impact. And I think about, when I think about the end of 2022, I think about me looking back at me in the beginning of January and being like, I don't even recognize that person anymore. Like wow. you have evolved and changed so much. Like look at you now at the end of the year, I'll be closer to certification and I'm sure I will have clients that I'll be working with and you know, I continue to work out and feel better about my body and all these different leveling up in my mind. All the things that I'm doing is going to add up and I'm not going to be able to recognize the person. So that's what I think about when I think, oh, a 12th of the year has gone by, have 11 more months to make this huge change. And I I do feel like I'm doing it. I feel like mm-hmm. I am making those changes. I'm pushing, 
myself a little bit more and adding something else more, a little bit more resistance every day and pushing more. A little bit I call more it resistance. Like I heard her, this woman on Instagram that I followed, she was spinning and she was like, when you spin, you can spin or you can turn the resistance up and push yourself a little bit more mm. to up level. When you change the resistance and you turn it up a little bit more each day and push yourself a little bit harder, the changes are going to be exponential. And so that's mm. what I think about my mind. It's like turning up the resistance and how hard I'm pushing, but also at the same time doing the energy work to remove the resistance, to turn down that voice that says, you can't do that or that's scary and the ego that's trying to protect you. So it's, it's kind of a play on resistance. Right. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. We definitely have to turn down that voice and turn up the power that we have within our body yeah. for sure. And yeah. yeah, when I, when I was experiencing that moment where I was so triggered, that's what uh, is like the gold that we're being given if I had just been like, whatever, like she doesn't love me or <laughs> told myself some, something stupid and then didn't take that opportunity to really look at it and be honest, brutally honest with myself and be like, what is this really about? Because this is really out of character for you. And like, you've just been hijacked. Like sometimes obviously you have to recognize, like I have enough awareness that I needed to calm down first to be able to do that because I was just like, and this and that. And then at once I was like walking and talking to myself, I did calm down and I shifted from the reptilian brain, which is hijacked to the forebrain where I could have a better understanding of what was the real truth of the matter and have more access to my intuition and my creativity mm -hmm. and patterning. My gift is just to see the patterns in life and then go from there, like to release it. Right. And that's what I've learned. That's exactly what I've learned recently is like, you have to have the awareness. When you have the awareness, you can identify, okay, this is what is driving this behavior. Or this is what's driving this emotion. And then you can kind of accept, okay, this is where I am right now. Let me examine this a little bit more. And then you can actually, you know, take action to change that. You've got to acknowledge it first. It's like a, it's like a negative thought, right? You have to be aware of your thoughts first, and then you can look at it and then you can change it. Right. I've told you the last time we checked in, I was doing keto and I've learned so much from keto doing it again. Like I used to do it two, three years ago, man, the pandemic really screws you up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what time period everything is, yeah. but I've, I've been low carb for many years. So that's like under 50 carbs a day, but just because I know that my body does a lot better with that doing this whole thing, I have to wait for everyone. I'm like, oh my God, take the other weight. Wait. Yeah. So there's W-A-I-T and W-E-I-G-H-T. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what is that? In my mind, I start playing with it. Okay. How does this, this relate to it? And even when I was working with Jen, I'm like, I pointed at my stomach and like, I like tapped on it and I was like, wait, 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 right here. <laughs> right. It was like, okay, let's do it. Basically what NET is, is it tests you to see if it's congruent. So like that you would say a statement and if you're not congruent with it, it's like you can start to find more information that's below that. So when you start out with NET, the statement is there's only two things that give you trouble or something like that in life, money and love. And so you find out if it's money or love, and then you go from there and then she knows all the things to say, like, is this my shame? Is it somebody else's shame? Is it whatever? You just keep going through things. She's got other statements that she tests you through. And so then she says, muscle okay, testing. Yeah. Muscle testing you. So okay. that's why I was picking my arm up. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. See that. I just learned how to do that. Awesome. Yeah. I do muscle testing, just basically asking myself a yes or no question or moving forward or right. backward. That's what I do. Standing yeah. up, 
Yeah, that's yeah you can yeah. do that. Yeah. Because just remember your body is 37 trillion cells could be more than that. You're a walking, talking antenna. And so for instance, if you say my name is Sarah, which is my twin sister's name, I should go weak for it. It's because it's not the truth of who I really am. And a lie weakens you. And you can see that with Donna Eden. Donna Eden can actually take down a football player by sending a negative thought towards that, that football player. Like his whole energetic body will become weak and she can take him down because of a thought, right? Isn't that amazing? So like when you really look at the power of your thought or your thinking and the programming that you're running, like you can really master a lot of things, right? And so that's what NET is based on is this muscle testing and testing out different statements and things like that. And then putting them together and being like, how does this make sense to you? And I, because I'm very intuitive, I just be like, oh, I know, I know exactly what that is. And it was funny because actually on one of the days I saw Jen, she came over real quick and, oh, I think it was Sunday or no Saturday. Our kids were playing together. And she was like, Hey, I was like, do you want to do some of the NET right now? And I said, my body's not energetically great right now because I drank the day before. So I was like, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but she, she first tested if, if I was okay with her working on me, which up here in my head said, yes, like, I really want to remove these programs, but she, she started testing me and she's like, Amy, you're not congruent with me working on you. And I was like, what the hell? So, (laughs) so then we started going through why, like I literally was resistant and, and there was latent energy around people who were meaning to help me not helping me. So like doctors, for instance, those people taking away my power was, this is, I won't go into full detail, but there was an experience where the doctor said, no, that's not your experience. And I was like, no, that is really my experience right now in this moment. It was very painful. So that came up. And then there were a few other ones. I'm like, no wonder I took medicine one time, had a horrible reaction. My mom freaked out. I was really young. You'd be surprised what's underneath there in terms of your healing. And so anyway, so we got congruent, obviously it had nothing to do with Jen, had to do with me. And that's the thing is like, we always in this society our in our life, like we wind up pointing the finger and being like, you're the problem. Fen's the problem. Jen's the problem. Not just to say that they, I was saying that, but like, those are examples. And it's it, the common denominator is you. <laughs> so just, if you, the sooner you look at you, the more honest you are with you, the sooner yeah. you heal. Not about not, everybody. No. And yeah. I love you. I love you so much. I love these conversations. They just light me up and just love talking about it. Let's talk and, about fire more. Uh, <laughs> as long as it stays away from our homes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Amy, you're the best. I, I love that. that you're on this journey and you're going to be such a great coach and healer and helper on this planet. We need you. We, everyone who's out there, please shine your light as bright as possible because you're all fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to you. You were my first energetic mentor and uh, my only energy mentor, but yeah, it's been amazing. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.